Hi, I'm Quark. Hi, I'm Ramon. And I'm Mel, and you're listening to Endlessly. <laughs> hey, we're more in tune with the globe. <laughs> Um, podcast. A Globe Studios podcast. <laughs> a Globe Studios podcast. Indeed. Um, I want to shout out to actually people have tweeted at us and who have given us feedback. Yes. Um, Ian loves your show. Yosu <laughs> always messages about what um, uh, all well, our shout outs and all that. We'll have Yosu soon for, for Star Wars. Um, I also got a DM from Mignac because he couldn't believe I wikied all these movies. <laughs> <laughs> A practice he does also. Um, and yeah, t- today we have a, another special on another um, big festival in the Philippines, and that is Cinema One mm. Originals. Um, Cinema Originals, right? Or Cinema yeah. Classics. Uh, Cinema no, Originals, original. yeah. Um, and we have uh, an interview with um, a first time director, so Eve Baswell, who's um, coming out with her first movie, Tia Madre, and also an interview with the actress of the film. Cherie Hill, Miss Cherie Hill. You're nothing but a second-rate, trying hard copycat. And we were supposed to interview them at the same time, but because of one punctuation mark, <laughs> uh, that did not happen. Not the Oxford yeah. comma. Yes, which we will, we, we will explain in a bit. Um, okay, but uh, what, what have you guys been watching as of late? but yeah uh, speaking of film festivals um came from japan tokyo yeah so uh, and as an aside quark and i were both in tokyo at the same time over the halloween break and ramon was not and ramon was not <laughs> boohoo but uh quark went to tokyo to attend the tokyo international film fest because the philippines had quite a contingent yeah no there was a lot of of Pinoy's. Um Bella Padilla um premiered her her movie Mananita with Paul Soriano. Um Bradley Liu, who is Malaysian but we consider Filipino now, um and his wife Bianca Balbuena premiered um uh, their movie Motel Akasha starring JC Santos who was also there. Um and then Sigrid did an international Sigrid um Bernardo did an international premiere of her movie Untrue. So yeah there, there was all I didn't we ran into like Vice Ganda on the street uh, in Shibuya. Also for the film fest? Yeah, not for the film fest, but there was a bunch of like, you know, Genlin Mercado apparently. Are you sure it was Vice Shibuya or someone is... dressed as Vice? <laughs> it was Vice. Oh. Shibuya is the new Makati. It's a place to be, yeah. It's the new, I know, palace. It's new the new Poblacion. <laughs> new Poblacion. <laughs> exactly. So. But Dan Villagas and Tonette were also there? Yes, Tonette um, showed her film actually, um, which was the, the, her first movie, Six Degrees of Lilia Kondapai. Um, and then Eric Mati was there to, to show Quaresma, which is weird because Quaresma was in Netflix, but hey, that's awesome. So, and, and I think also to show Food Lore, his episode of Food Lore, HBO, um, which was an hour. So it's part of that anthology series. So nice. I know a uh, whole bunch of, uh, of course, Lisa Dina from FTPCB was there, Isa Guerra. Um, so I know lots of fun. Was had. <laughs> I know. I saw. I had FOMO watching the. <laughs> I had FOMO watching the Halloween posts. Eh. It looked like a lot of fun. And there was a Jollibee mm-hmm. in Shibuya. Yeah, mm-hmm. who was not. Filipino. And then like, oh, galing, galing na Jollibee, bro. And he like waved his arm like he did not speak Filipino, which was <laughs> even cooler. So, so there. But yeah, what did, what did you guys watch this weekend? Um. Well, uh, since I was on the plane. 
I actually really love watching movies on the plane. Mm-hmm. And it was the first time I saw Widows, which was a 2018 movie. I can't believe I slept through this movie in 2018. Steve um, McQueen. Steve McQueen. You slept through it. This is the best movie for me. No, I mean, I slept like I have, I didn't bother catching it. Oh, you slept on it. I slept on it. Mm-hmm. Sorry, slept on it. <laughs> I was like, you watched slept it through it. And slept then... through, slept on it. Yeah. But yeah, it was so good. It was uh, absolutely riveting. One of the better, better, best heist movies I've seen in a long time. Um, Viola Davis is really so good. And yeah. um, I know Ramon, Ramon actually really said it well best. Nah, it reminded me of a Steven Soderbergh movie. It actually reminded me of Out of Sight a lot. With a lot of the shots, mm. especially the windshield shots. And Viola's there. Viola's in yeah. Out of Sight. And the whole economic angle dinner. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know, Which politics. Which is kind of his wheelhouse. That's the, I don't know, it's the paper boy. Yeah, paper <laughs> Such a good villain. Yes. Like you know, when, he, when he carried that dog. And, and Daniel Kaluuya. That scene where the guy yeah, was the, just the, rapping the and he's circular just, he's just yeah. stalking him. <laughs> and then he just like shoots the guy. So good, yeah, yeah. But I forgot start about that. Yeah. Even if Liam Neeson was the biggest name in that cast, it was really Viola Davis's movie. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely so good. And I love how it's about the friendship no? in, in the end. The kind of like mm. And okay, a heist yeah. from a female perspective mm-hmm. that's not like comic like Oceans Eight. Oceans Eight. Yeah, uh, it it had so much emotional heft as well, which I really appreciated. Mm-hmm. And if you guys haven't seen Widows, it's actually out now on Amazon Prime and on iTunes. So please check that out. Yes, and we also have Jenny Slate uh, yeah. comedy special, which I, I I didn't find extremely funny, but mm-hmm. I was quite touched by it. I guess it's yeah. the best. You know. the, it's her first comedy special. It's called The Stage Fright. Mm-hmm. I really liked it. I think it meet it might be my favorite comedy special on Netflix this year. Uh, because most even of more the, than uh, you know Chappelle. Yeah. Well, because yeah. the Chappelle one is so it was just so tired, ne? Yes. Uh-huh. It's, it's, old, like, it's like a broken well, record already. Oh, it, he's not breaking the ground that he thinks he is anymore. Mm-hmm. I and, liked how Jenny's was a bit. It was so intimate. Yeah, it was so intimate, mm-hmm. very revealing and honest. So it might not have been like ha 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 funny because she's not really a, a traditional stand up anyway. Yeah. But it's really like her as performance basically. So it was like a one woman show, not quite the Nanette of Hannah Gadsby, but mm-hmm. uh yeah, its own thing. If you're a fan of Jenny Slate, definitely you'll get a lot more out of it. I didn't know she divorced Chris Evans. <laughs> No, no they were never divorced. married. Huh? They were never married. She's no, Chris she Evans' said... boy, f- ex-girlfriend. Isn't ex-girlfriend. She... Wait, so who's the divorce? She that was she's... married before. Yeah. And then she okay, divorced okay. the guy while, I guess, flirting with Chris Evans on Anna Faris's podcast. Oh, okay, okay. So yeah, you could hear mm. like the sexual tension between Chris wow. Evans and okay. Jenny Slate and. On that Anna Faris podcast, but it's interesting wow. because in the special where she talks about her, her her relationships and that sort of fear of being alone, and this was filmed when she was single and she's now engaged. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but her so. brand of comedy has always been like cute girl, cute Jewish girl. She's mm-hmm. never been like the Ali Wong where she's aggressive about her mm-hmm. about her feminist tendencies or look at me, I'm Asian. But Jenny's always just been so chill and. Um, I think if you're looking for a different kind of comedy, 
It's yeah. not so in your face and not so controversial. Yeah, I'm a little cathartic. A, <laughs> there's a new one, eh, yung the Seth Meyers uh, special came out just the other day. And I haven't heard, I haven't seen the Wanda Sykes one, but most of my favorite comedy specials because this year have been not on Netflix. Have you seen uh, Fire in the Maternity Ward? What's that? No. Anthony Jeselnik. Ah, oh, really? dude, it's so, it's it's so good. <laughs> that's that's, that's Netflix, my favorite right? of this year. That's Netflix, right? Yeah, that's Netflix. Yeah. Oh. It's, but it's, it really makes you feel like a horrible person for laughing. Like... <laughs> The jokes more than are... more than laughing at the Dave Chappelle jokes. <laughs> like, like no, the the first joke is like, oh, I have a super Christian friend, and he went up to, and his wife went up to me and said, like, you know, you're teaching my husband words, and now he's calling me these words, and you know, I um, <laughs> and you know, I don't, I don't appreciate that. And it's like, oh, did I say bitch? Then no, not even like, did he say cunt? <laughs> no, not no, not that word. And it's like, okay, then it didn't come from me. So, <laughs> so all the jokes are kind of like and then it gets worse. Right. So, right. Yeah, good. But um yeah, but and it's very like traditional setup and like punch, but you know, Jessel Nick's uh find the maternity word. What's Another your favorite one? special this year? Comedy. Yeah. Or horror. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Comedy. Nothing comes to mind. I really enjoyed this year. Um, well, Jim Gaffigan came out with his first, the first ever comedy special for Amazon. Mm. It was his new one. I think it's called Mr. Universe, which is which is good. And then uh, Emily Heller came out with, uh, I think it's called Ice Makers. And that one's actually for free on YouTube under the Comedy Central channel. Mm. But yeah, I mean, in, in the States, it was on Comedy Central. Uh, Rami. Was uh, it's on Amazon? Was on no uh, HBO, mm. and then Julio Torres also the HBO, which was a a lot of props. Okay. Do uh, the Billy on the Street videos count? Because I love him, and they're Billy all on Eckner. Netflix. It's, it's more of a show than a special. Yeah. Mm. I think it's not. It's not. Is it, are there new episodes? Bar. No, the new episodes are premiering on Funny or Die. Ah, okay. So these are all the old ones. Ah. In fact, Chris Evans is coming out pretty soon. Mm-hmm. Of the closet, or I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> and then Mother coming of one, out folks. in theaters this week is Doctor Sleep. Doctor Sleep is out today. Oh, Doctor Sleep, yes. Yeah. So Roman saw it. Yeah, I was able to catch an early screening, and I liked it. It's it's got different aims than uh, The Shining. It's not as scary as The Shining. It's not that kind of uh, real nightmare-inducing type horror, but it's actually surprisingly. But wait, what's this, what's the synopsis? That, like... uh, so it's basically the, it follows the young boy from The Shining, Danny, and he's now an adult. And um, Ewan McGregor. Yeah, played by Ewan McGregor, and um, he sort of meets or senses this other person who has the gift that he has and the, what he used to call The Shining. But he's also struggling with some, like, not exactly demons, na you know, hobgoblins or anything like that, but actual like. Um, alcoholism, which is sort of inherited from his dad, and also Shempre trying to deal with mm-hmm. the terrible trauma of what happened to him when he was five, <laughs> and uh, yeah. So they're not at the Overlook Hotel anymore. No, no, he's not there. Mm-hmm. It's uh, but he's he 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 finds himself drawn to this town, and then then he then he notices that oh someone's trying to reach me, and then he realizes that there's someone there with that skill. But there's also so there's also parang a bunch of baddies who are hunting people with that with those skills the scatman crothers show up 
Scatman Crothers is dead. <laughs> so it's kind of difficult. Do you have the shining, Danny? <laughs> Bottom line, would you recommend it for a Shining fan? Yes. Oh, yeah, definitely. Actually, what I was going to say was, you should not watch it if you have not seen or read The Shining. Because it really, first scene palang will be, will just be confusing to you if you haven't seen. It's a full-on sequel. Okay. And actually, yeah, it, it gives him a sort of resolution that's very nice. Surprisingly moving, which you would not really get from Kubrick. And then um, you also saw a bunch of the Apple TV stuff, right? Um, yeah, so Apple TV Plus. They're in the game. Yeah. They're in the game. They, they debuted now a few days ago. And maybe. it's available here, unlike yeah. Disney Plus, which will... Not be available How much here. is an Apple subscription? It's five dollars a month. Mm-hmm. Okay. But if you bought a gadget recently, they give you uh, a year for free. Mm. So and, it should be in your <coughs> iPhone 11 and all that. Yeah, or if you have an Apple TV to to watch stuff, and it automatically updates, and then Ooh. it'll be there. Uh, yeah. So there's there's a couple of new shows, right? I think there's uh, the first batch of the morning the four show. major ones, which is the morning show. Dickinson, um, for all mankind, the Ferron Moore, mm-hmm. and um, what's the fourth C with Jason Momoa. So for all mankind and C, the m- reviews were just all right. So I, I didn't, and I was more interested in the morning show, which has this amazing cast: the right? Steve Carell, Jennifer Aniston, Reese Witherspoon. But there's also other people like uh, Fred Melamed, uh, Billy Crudup, mm. um, Billy Crudup, Gugu Mbatha Raw. I'm not sure if I'm saying that right. <laughs> um, well, uh, Brett Butler. Do you remember that oh, okay. stand-up comedian from the nineties? Oh, I thought the the there's a the guitarist of Suede Bass. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, who's okay. a showrunner, writer, director, morning show? Uh, I, f- I forget the showrunner's name, eh, but the first two episodes were directed by Mimi Leader. Oh, from wow. uh, who Leftover, really became Sikat from? Oh, she was in. I think. Oh, okay, yeah, um, but she f- she really became Sikat as one of the main directors of ER. Mm-hmm. So, I enjoyed. I, I watched the first episode and I enjoyed it. The performances are good. The surprise, I think, is Aniston because you don't really see her that often in in like a really serious mood. It's usually like still like you know, horrible bosses yeah. or we're the Millers. So for for her to do for seeing her doing a straight on serious role is is really nice. You expect that really good stuff now from Steve Carell and mm-hmm. and Risa, but it's nice to see Jennifer just completely match them. And um, but there were surprising things about it. Like it felt very network. Mm. It didn't feel like uh, a, a prestige, prestige cable drama. Mm. It was very Peak TV. Yeah, very very mainstream. Paren. But the story is very interesting and very very timely. I guess which is uh, which is about like this good morning show anchor played by Steve Carell, who has uh, a sort of Me Too scandal erupt, and he gets summarily fired and so Jennifer Aniston is his partner and then she's suddenly carrying the whole show and and uh, Reese is sort of someone they are floating to replace um, Steve Carell. But Steve Carell is still in the whole season. In the periphery. So far. It's only three episodes have come out there. Um, oh, so it's not a weekly drop for Apple? For morning show, it's first three episodes came out and then I think it'll be weekly after that. But the other other shows like Dickinson, the entire season came out already. And Dickinson, when I, I saw the first episode of that also, and that one's I felt better. It had a very 
strong voice and uh, uh, style, and it knew exactly what it wanted to do. It's very, very modern and sort of revisionist examination of, of Emily Dickinson, who, you know, famously was a shut-in. But this is supposing what if she was really this super um, kind of outgoing person and they're basing it kind of on the work she left behind as opposed to more evidence, more evidentiary type um, proof of, of her behavior. The star is Haley Steinfeld. Yes, Haley Steinfeld. Um, Anna Baryshnikov. I'm not sure if she's the daughter of the Baryshnikov. And then Jane Krakowski is her mom. And Wiz Playing Khalifa. the same character as uh, <laughs> Almost. she always does. <laughs> but, and Wiz Khalifa plays death mm. in the first episode. But yeah, it's very modern. David Gordon Green does the first episodes. Oh. And the writer, showrunner is... Uh, I'm blanking mm. again. <laughs> modern <laughs> in the sense that it's it's set in the 1800s, right? It's yeah, well, a, that's it's a period film, but yeah. the style is very modern and the dialogue is also modern. Like when the when, like when the when the people Probably are like Marie Antoinette. No, okay. even more so, because this one is like when they when they go up to each other, it's like sup, oh. and then oh. there's like um, when when she when they when she's writing the poems, right? The 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 words will appear on screen, and then they'll and then of course death is played by Wiz Khalifa, and he's got this carriage drawn by. Uh, spectral ghost horses and then there's a part where she's like uh, writing this poem then the, the very famous poem the yung, uh, because I could not stop for death death kindly stopped for me and then when she finishes it there's a part where she just looks in the camera and is like nailed it <laughs> so it's very funny also so your money is on that <clears throat> well than... of, the, of the ones I've seen which is just these two I think Dickinson is the one that's the strongest out of the gate this early on, can you say that Apple TV, the subscription is worth it or worth it uh, or wait it? I'm not sure what else they have that's not original in terms of like a library. Voila. Mm-hmm. They didn't fold in like the iTunes stuff. But they're supposed to kind of like aggregate. Because there's, there's also thing. original children's shows, which I didn't look at. Na. So I'm not sure exactly. At $5, it's the, it's the lowest. Right. Uh, the price for any subscription of the streaming majors. But yeah, I'm sure they're going to ramp it up mm-hmm. a lot because they're, well, they have a trillion dollar cap. So yeah. <laughs> I'm sure the, uh, I'm sure a billion here, a billion there will be not such a big deal if they really want to capitalize on the existing infrastructure of the people. They're already using their gadgets. Fine, I'll subscribe now when the Chris Evans show comes up. <laughs> let's let's mention Chris Evans seven more times. <laughs> yes, I love you, Chris Evans. Um, also, yeah, we're, we're about to go to our interview with Eve, but I just want to quickly plug um, amazing show right now, Mister Robot. <laughs> All right, oh, it's, it's the, the final, final season. season. Yeah, the final season. Um, and it's really like if you ever I just can't, uh, you see can't the latest, watch him. The, the, I I know what happens in the latest. It's the completely silent yeah. one, right? Like um, almost no dialogue. Yeah, but it's it's just wait the whole season. The, season the whole no, the whole episode is oh, okay. is no dialogue. But I mean, um, if you really like Mr. Robot and uh, like most people, fell off the first half of season two, it's come back. And if you never did like Mr. Robot, which I think. 
both of you <laughs> never really and liked I, it. No, I, I've never watched watch it. Rami <laughs> it's not that I don't like it. I just have not been able to. I, I think so, I'll, I think I really, I really like it. Yeah. I just haven't really had the opportunity. And Bohemian Rhapsody just left a bad taste in my mouth. <laughs> I, I really love Rami Bush. Malek is really good. But, no, but Malek's yeah. a great actor. I'll forgive him for beating Bradley Cooper last year. So that's more personal thing, but oh yeah, I mean, but you don't like his performances, Freddie Mercury? Uh, no, I I don't. Really? No, no, guys, uh, that's I mean, apparently the only really yeah. good thing in that. Thing. Yeah, I think so I too. I found a TV acting one. <laughs> no, even his acting in Mr. Robot is not TV. Have acting you seen him in the me. Pacific? No. <laughs> or or I don't know, the Master. <laughs> or, or the Master. Or Short Term Twelve. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, I've I've always liked uh, Malik, yeah. but um, Sam Esmail is. Re- you you're a Sam Esmail fan. Yeah, I'm yeah. A, I'm a fan. But I think was one of the best things of last year. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the uh, no, but but I do feel that he can get very, I know, talaga rip offy, and that shows especially to more than the uh, no, the Mr. Robot more one. than Nick Pizzolato. <laughs> no, I think yeah, more than because I mean the the twist of. You, you know naman the twist of yeah, yeah, yeah. season one. That's straight up. Okay. And then he decided to play a piano version of Where Is My Mind. So I'm like, that he really... Knows. That's lampshading. Yeah. That's lampshading. <laughs> Sorry, what's so, lampshading? It's like acknowledging what you're doing yeah. so that you don't get called on it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, so it's I know like, what I'm ripping off. But just because you say you know what you're ripping off doesn't okay excuse you for you ripping it off. That? Like, yeah. yeah. It's like when, know, it's mm. like when, when characters in movies say, this can't happen. This is not some kind of movie, you know. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> why lamp shading? Because you turn on the lamp. Because you're throwing shade on yourself, maybe. I don't know. Uh, I forget the etymology, but it's like it was a it's a very obvious move because it to put, parang oh. something on a lampshade, and then mm-hmm. obviously it's gonna yeah. get used later. Mm. So yeah. where where can you catch Mr. It's Robot on iFlix, right so you can catch it on iFlix. Um, How many episodes? Yeah. Um, the the last season is is longer than every other episode was ten seasons, and then this fourth season is thirteen, fourteen because I think he decided, okay, we're gonna end it, but we kind of need more. And it's more a weekly time. drop instead of the binge yeah. Watch. So I think right now it's episode five or six. And but, it's a designed yeah. end, right? He yeah, wanted it's a designed end. Okay, that's cool. So, it's so are, good this is now. third, fourth? Fourth, fourth um, and last. Yeah. But, but like, you can really tell, like, season, even season three, which I thought was an excellent season, you could tell he was kind of, like, stretching, but now it's, like, surgically precise. Yeah. So, I do love it when showrunners very carefully design a final season, and oh, they know it's the final season. Looking at you, D&D. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> and ano siya, parang, I was thinking of like Breaking Bad myself, but yeah. <laughs> he directed the no every episode from season Whoa. the whole season two, three, four. Shining director, so like, and then he and went he went pa. on break, yeah. He to went on break and did a another fucking thing. another show, <laughs> which to was really though. Homecoming is only like thirty minutes per per episode, so yeah. But yeah, I but don't know. It's like, a, but it's still a very complex <laughs> it's show. It's still seven ah. hours. <laughs> And uh, there's All already along. a template because he's a podcast na siya, so he was just I guess following. Yeah, but I mean you I mean directing. Basically directing a yeah. whole see so he's directed me more or less so like material. 36 hours <laughs> of things in the Artist past working three man years. Yeah. In prestige TV. And then producing pa I know, see what's his name's show? Andy Greenwald show. So Briar Patch. Yeah. Which I'm, I want out? to see it. No, it's yeah. uh I think it's out next week. Okay. Yeah. 
hoping for the best. Oh, and get I know and uh, Lulu Wang's The Farewell is on iTunes already. It's really really good. It will okay. It was a Sundance uh, favorite, I think, right? Mm-hmm. And then, uh, but yeah, but I know there's buzz yeah. about. Aquafina, but if but if so, I hope they also give a a supporting nod to the grandmother in the movie. It was really good. Let's save that for our Oscar special. Okay, and here's our interview with Eve. <laughs> <laughs> love Busy Mama. I love you. Kiss me up. Sabihin mo nga, I love you. I love <laughs> Yes, and we are with writer-director, first time writer-director, Eve Basuel. Hello. Uh, Basu, tama ba? Yes, ba? yes, Basuel. <laughs> Who is about to release her first feature film. Yay. Yay. Exciting okay. so times. So, Eve, uh, <laughs> tell us about Tia Madre. Aning synopsis? Uh, it's a horror film we should say first okay. and, and si Mel does not watch horror wow. okay. so lang siya ng mga wiki summaries I'm thinking of alin yung sasabihin ko synopsis yung pitch or yung pang so ang tia madre ay tungkol sa magina na si Camille at Emilia um, lumipat sila sa bagong bahay bagong town and everything Tapos one day, si Camille na-realize niya na parang, parang nagbago si Mama. She's different, um, maldita, nananakit, and everything. Yung mom is Sherry. Sherry, huh? yes. Uh, Emilia is played by Sherry, and Camille is played by Jana Agoncillo. So, doon nag-start yung kwento ng pelikula on the child um, discovering things about Emilia. And then eventually, um, finding out something horrible. So that's the horror of it, I think. <laughs> so, how autobiographical is this story? Oh, sh- oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> 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 so. Oh, go, go, sige, sige, sige. Autobiographical. Malay mo. Hmm. I believe that you don't write scenes from scratch. Kailangan mong like may references ka from yourself. So, hindi naman siya 100%. So, there are key scenes ano? lang na horror during film. my childhood, you know. Bakit nga ba horror? For a first film. Usually, hmm. brave movie yan eh. Diba? Oo nga eh. Bakit nga first ba horror? First film horror. Hindi ko siya talaga inisip na horror talaga. Parang nag-focus lang ako sa fear ng bata. And then, when I tell it to people, they say, ah, horror. Ganon. <laughs> Ayan. And then, para mo nakuha si Sherry Hill. I mean, dude. Ayun na nga. So, para first movie mo, si Mer- Meryl Streep na yung actor. Oo nga, eh, agad-agad, yung... ganun na. <laughs> um, you remember na nag-pinitch ko sa, siya sa inyo na siya na talaga yung peg for hmm. Emilia. And then, syempre, Sh- Sherry Hill yun. Natakot kaming kausapin siya kasi baka ayaw niya and baka masyado siyang mahal, hindi natin kaya, ganun. So, Hindi mo na namin siya kinausap until nag-decide na yung mga producers na try lang natin, baka naman. So we sent the script, tapos after a day ata agad-agad nag-reply siya. Sabi niya, hey guys, I wanna meet you, ganyan-ganyan. Tapos she reserved the restaurant for us. And then nung nandun na kami sa restaurant, nagkamayan, nagkamayan hello, you're Eve, ganyan-ganyan. 
Tapos, so, let's talk about Emilia. Tapos, ako like, okay, work agad, work agad. Di pa siya nag yes We're talking about her character na and her suggestions on kung paano niya ipoportray yung role. And then, like, Bianca Astor, yung uh, isa sa mga producers. Ano ba to? Game ka na ba? Oo, oh, game na ako. So, sobrang wow, interested. Wow, ganun kadali lang. Ganun kadali. Hindi ko in-expect na dapat pala kinausap na namin agad-agad. Di na kami natakot. Yun. And how was working with Sherry? Working with Sherry is um ano bang adjective for that? She's nothing but a second date <laughs> trying hard. <laughs> She's the best. I mean, <laughs> nung sinabi niyang interested siya, she was really interested na dumating pa sa point na inimbita niya kami sa bahay niya just to talk about her character. And then she was asking questions about Emilia and why would she do this and explain to me na I think she would do something like that or say something like this. Tapos, yun, we watched films sa bahay niya. So parang naging bonding namin yun. So nung onset, hindi na kami masyado nag-uusap. Like she knows the intention of the scene na. So all I have to do was like refresh lang kung anong mangyayari. So she knows na. Did you guys build the background of her character together or siya na mismo yung nag-peace? Uh... I already had a background for Emilia. And then surprisingly, nung binasa ni Sherry, she had um, additionals na parang to justify her actions, ganyan-ganyan. I need to know another story for that. So she gave me a story and aligned naman. So it's it's great. Si Jana, is she the daughter of Ryan Agoncillo? No, she's not. Hindi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's uh, also a baguhan. A newbie or... I think she's, she's not yeah. a newbie na kasi... She's a nervous translation. Oh, oh. nag-nervous translation na siya for Cinema One. Ah, tapos, siya ba yun? Mm-hmm. Ang galing nun. Diba? Yeah. How old so, is she? She must be... She looked a bit 13 in the trailer. <coughs> Sa Tia? Oo. Uh-uh. Oh, kasi 10 years old na siya. Okay. Mm-hmm. But feeling ko hindi siya baguhan kasi parang... When she was a lot younger, nag-TVC na siya for McDo. <laughs> Agad-agad. Tapos meron na siyang serya before... I think it was Ning Ning. Tapos meron din siyang sh- serye ngayon, which is Ning Ning Starla. Din si huh? <laughs> sorry, sorry. Ibang Ning Ning yun. So experience na siya. Pero ang, nakakatawa, ang nakakatuwa sa kanya, hindi ko nakita yung TV acting sa kanya. Like yung which is what? what? What's TV acting? Yeah. Oh my God. Explain. Oh, <laughs> Go Eve. You say, you explain. <laughs> oh shit. Oh, sorry. Um, oh, okay lang, pwede magmula. <laughs> okay, sige. Fuck um, ng fuck si Shari. <laughs> uh, TV acting for me. Paano ba? Pag pinapanood ko ang dalawang characters sa TV, para silang nagsisigawan. Parang, alam mo yung pinaproject nila. Oo. Laging nasa That's 10. TV acting for me. Tapos parang, yung nakikita mong kailangan nilang at a specific moment, ito yung nuance na gagawin niya. Parang, alam mo yung planado lahat na by the script, everything. That's TV acting for me. When you're trying to like force an emotion na hindi naman tumatawid, that's TV acting for me. Tsaka walang like, walang expectation na magzo-zoom sa'yo yung camera. Oh, oh my God. I know <laughs> what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yes, And yes, di, yes. Hindi na natin mag <laughs> sa ano, show ever. We shall not mention the show. <laughs> Grabe, nakakahilo yung pili. Ay, pili. <laughs> Ayun, hindi ko nakita kay Jana yun. Sobrang natutuwa nga si Sherry sa kanya kasi parang ang pagde-describe yung acting ni Jana parang in the moment. Parang mm. hindi niya hindi niya pinaplano yung mga bagay. Parang 
kung anong mafeel niya or like kung anong may isip niya, yun yung gagawin niya. Ganon si Jana. And ganon din si Sharia, I think. Kaya nagko-compliment sila on set. Ganda ng chemistry nila. Kahit Did na, you have a lot of uh, rehearsal time? No, no, wala. Walang table so, read. So yung, rap- yung rapport Meron nila. Meron table read. Pero yung rapport nila as, as mother-daughter, parang how did they establish it? Uh, was it onset na during the first few takes or nagmeet sila beforehand parang um we did one table read pasen run through lang ng script pero walang rehearsals at all sayang ang nagka rehearsals pero i'm glad na we didn't have any rehearsals kasi yung relationship naman ni Emilia and ni Camille is not yeah, play tension she so I think it helped for me na hindi sila magkakilala before na hindi mm-hmm. sila nagkausap before kasi nafi-feel ko na distant sila. So, nakatulong na hindi nag-rehearse. And then, siguro yung rapport, ewan ko, very natural siya nangyari on set eh. We had two rehearsal takes, ganyan, tapos, ayun na. Out of curiosity, ano yung mga pinanood niya ni Sherry? Oh ano my God. Uh-huh. Uh, ang una namin pinapan, ang, I suggested na we should watch We Need to Talk About Kevin. Mm. Yung character ni Tilda Swinton, alcoholic, oh. na merong past na hindi ma-escape. Mm-hmm. So yung... Ano rin mo yun, Mel? Hindi siya horror. No, yes. no, no. I, I know the Tilda Swinton movie. Yeah. Ang ganda nun. Ganda niyan. Yun. Mm-hmm. Tapos, um, she I think was nominated it's... for that, wasn't she? Uh, I think yung pelikula na yun ay para sa character ni Sherry. And then yung visuals of the film, Tia Madre, was... I suggested we watch ano, Suspiria para ma- <laughs> mag-get <laughs> another till them uh, the first or the original the, 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 uh, the Guadagnino yeah. uh, <laughs> para mag-gets niya kung ano yung papasukin ni anong papasukin ni Sherina feel ng pelikula so baka mamaya mabig kasi kinakatawa <laughs> ko yung may, yung may singing dude <laughs> tapos yung witch orgy parang <laughs> ganito tayo ah <laughs> <laughs> yung, yung nababali-bali na yung buto. So, so horror is a favorite genre for you? Since a kid, yes. Um, um, ang hilig ko manood ng Japanese horror before, like The Ring, Grudge, One Miss Call, mga ganun. And then yung tumatak sa akin na horror film nung bata ako, na Filipino ay Feng Shui. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Feng Shui is Chris Aquino. Chris Aquino. Mm-hmm. ano? Na hanggang ngayon hindi ako pag like nakita ko yung face nung dead Chris? Chinese lady. Ah. Ito takot pa rin ako. Like legit. Buhay pa rin si Grace. No, 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 no. I just mean the ghost. No, no, no. It's hard to avoid that face. The ghost. Ayun. Eh yung mga ano like I, I remember nung nag-pitch ka pinakita mo sa amin yung, yung reflecting skin for example. Mm-hmm. Paano mo discover yung mga ganun ganung films? Skin. Mm-hmm. Um, na-discover ko yun kasi dahil kay Kenneth, actually, Kenneth Dagatan. Mm-hmm. You remember yun, yung isang nag-pitch. Mm-hmm. Nung tinutulungan niya akong gumawa ng deck for the pitch sa Cinemohan, sabi niya, try mo panoorin yung ano, the reflecting skin. Tapos hindi niya, wala siyang sinabi about the story, ganyan, pinanood ko lang. Tapos, o nga, no, may, may, may magazine element and then like, may supernatural mm-hmm. element na person, gano'n, so... Doon ko sa kanya nakuha yon and then yun nag hanggang sa nag nagdugtong-dugtong na yung mga pelikula after mapanood yung uh, reflecting sky na panood ko yung we need to talk about Kevin as in nag branch out na siya Ganun. What I found impressive was that she has Eve has a full-time job. 
talaga. Yes, I do. As a. I want I want to know how she was able to do this. I to do the movie while having a full-time job. Okay, so kwento ko na lang din kung paano nangyari ang everything. So nagkaroon ng ano, nagkaroon ng um, call for entries tapos magsasubmit ng script, uh, full-length script na for Cinema One. Tapos ayun, gumawa ko ng sequence treatment. Tapos pinasa ko. Well, having my job pag umaga tapos pag gabi doon ko siya sinusulat. So like siguro two weeks 'yun. Oh my god, bakit ko sinabi 'yun? So two weeks no. Basta sinulat ko siya. And then pinasa ko tapos bumalik na may news na magpi-pitch and everything. Tapos ang nakakatawa, hindi talaga kami kasama, hindi kasama ang Tia Madre sa first lineup ng Cinema One. So nilet go ko na yung sequence treatment ko for Tia. Sabi niya, sige, move on na, hindi na ako, mag, hindi na ako magsusulat. Ganyan. And then, nagkaroon ng, si Ms. Bianca, nagsabi na, si Iana, isa sa mga producer niya, try natin ipit siya iba. So, yun nga. With Globe, ganun. And then, few months later, nagparamdam ulit ang Cinema One na, yun nga, nakuha yung Tia. Kinabahan ako at first, kasi sequence treatment pa lang hawa ko. Wala pa akong shooting script. So, while I was doing my day job, Nagsusulat pa rin ako gabi-gabi. So, ilang buwan lang yun. Three? Two? Pero with the help naman with um, ng script consultants, si Brad, tsaka si Jet Leigo, was able to get through it naman. Yun, so gabi ako nagsusulat, nag-edit at nag-shoot ako sa umaga. Wow. Oh, yep. Man. Galing. Paano yung shooting? Eh? Oh, yung... yung ano, nung production na, nag-file ako ng leave. I was ready na magre-resign na ako pag hindi nila ako pinayagan. Mm-hmm. Tapos eventually, nung pumayag sila na, sige, three months, go. Yun, naging leave, hindi resignation. Wow. Supportive nga. Eh. Supportive, Supportive company. Ah. How many days yung shoot nyo? Seven shooting days. Wow, man. And then, yeah. going back to that first day na you were working with Sherry for the first time, so how intimidating was it to direct her? Hmm. wala na yung intimidation kasi nung nandun na kami sa bahay ni. Okay. Pero nung may isang eksena kasi the first day na mabigat, I didn't know how to give direction sa kanya. Tapos ang nakakatuwa, siya yung nag-approach sa akin na how do you want me to approach this? Ganto yung gusto kong, um, ganto yung naisip kong approach, ganto ganyan. Tapos kinoconsult niya ako, tapos nagibigay ako ng inputs. So, doon ko na feel na hindi siya hindi siya paano ba hindi siya mataray hindi siya close minded mm-hmm. open minded siya na kahit bata ako first time director nakikinig siya hanggang sa naging dahil doon smooth sailing yung buong pag-shoot namin kasi hindi ko expect na ganoon siya ka-open to suggestions and directions. So, walang intimidation. Yeah. Paano biggest, ano? Like, obstacle or, ano, um, challenge of making your first film? Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> Naging kalaban ko ang sarili ko sa tingin ko. Kasi, we only had a specific budget. Sige, sabihin ko na, 3 million. <laughs> Tapos, the producer was saying na, this is, this, your film is not 3 million. So, we have to let go some of the scenes. Eh, as writer, parang ang hirap kasi connected, connectado tong isang eksena na to sa isa. So, parang paano ko 
paano, ano mangyayari? Pero eventually, yun nga, I got over it. Nagtanggal ako ng mga eksena. Tapos, mas nakilala ko yung... Nung nagtanggal ako ng mga eksena, mas nakilala ko yung core ng film. Na kung, tung, kung tungkol saan talaga siya. So from there, doon ako nag-start ulit mag-write ng bagong eksena na doable. Mm. Tapos second na naging problema, um, weather, tag-ulan. Ang daming sequences na drop kasi tag-ulan na dapat maaraw. Inisipan namin, de okay lang naman umulan eh sa eksena na to. Tapos, huwag natin loko yung sarili natin. Hindi. <laughs> Biglang <laughs> continuity <talaga> mali. <laughs> May conversation tapos ulan. Wala. Ulan. Wala. Hindi <laughs> talaga. Ayun, yun yung major problems ko. Um, can you talk a bit about yung parang because of all these sequences na you had to drop during shooting, nag-iba yung film in post, di ba? Mm-mm. So, parang, could you talk about that experience a bit? Parang, ano yung na-discover mo about the story you were writing? Or ano yung maybe happy accidents that came out as a result? Okay. Gaya nga nung nasabi ko kanina, nagkaroon na ako ng revise script. Nung nag-shoot na kami, na-revise pa yun kasi ang daming na-drop the sequences. So, sabi ko na lang, okay. Mukhang malala mangyayari sa post nito. Like, malalang editing. Tinanggap ko na siya. Mm-hmm. Tapos, nung nilatag na ng editor yung assembly ng buong film, it's not working. Kailangan natin mag-isip ng solusyon para matawid kung anong gusto natin mangyari. Eh, hindi na kami pwede magdagdag ng shooting days kasi wala na kaming pera. So, nag-usap kami ng editor na baliin na natin Ganun naman yung film mo eh, Bum- bumali naman siya, todohin na natin. So, we worked with the materials na meron kami and kung ano yung makikita nyo sa premiere, yun yung happy accident na nangyari, na happy ako na nangyari. So, kahit structurally ibang-iba? Or... Hindi naman structure, there are scenes lang na mas maaga nangyari, hmm. may mga scenes lang na... Uh, Paano ba? May mga scenes na dapat hindi sila magkasunod pero pinagdikit na. Ganon. Kasi parang hindi na namin... Ang unang concern kasi namin una is yung passage of time. Yeah. Tsaka yung continuity. Kasi may mga sample, yung mga bruises, ganyan. So, kunwari, day three may wala pa siyang bruise, day four meron na. E nung nag-jumble kami, yung day four na yon nalagay sa day one. So... Mga ganong mm. mga so, ganong bagay. sleeves siya, ganun. Mm. <laughs> Tapos mukhang CG-ing sleeves. <laughs> so, ano, I guess, um, invite everybody to watch um, ano, Tia Madre. Tia Madre. Kailan yung dates, basically? Um, ang gala ay sa November 9, 5pm, Trinoma. And, uh, ang start ng festival run niya ay from November 8, to 17. Yeah. And any any last ano, words of wisdom for for hmm. up and coming filmmakers na parang sana ano, sana I knew this nung sinimulan ko film na to. Parang Make your script shorter. <laughs> <laughs> well, nung habang nagsho-shoot yun, yun yung feeling ko na natutunan ko. Kung ang pelikula mo ay hindi 3 million, wag mong ipilit na 3 million. Tapos um Matuto kang mag-let go if it's for the better. 
Tapos, ang daming natutunan. Actually, ang dami talaga. Dapat, dapat lang. For the first time, dapat. And don't be afraid to ask your leading lady your first choice. Yun, wag matakot. Go after Meryl Streep. Oo. Since, kung may gusto kang actor, kausapin na agad kasi hindi natin alam. Baka The worst they can do is say no naman eh. Do you have another project in mind after this? Meron na. Pero, oh, meron na. Iwi-wiki ba ni Mel to? Yes. Kung horror. <laughs> hindi siya horror. Oh, pwede na. Or hindi ko kasi alam kung paano ko i-define <laughs> ang horror. horror diba? I mean... And then nung binabasa ng mga ibang tao, ah, so horror. <laughs> Oo, parang hindi ko alam. Feeling ko hindi mas horror. Siguro mas psychological thriller, gano'n. You, you made some shorts before, pero was this your first full-length uh, feature na script? Yes, okay. I did shorts before. Tapos ito yung first attempt ko to write a full-length. Tapos first production of a full-length. Tapos pasok agad sa Cinema One. Good yes. job, yo. Your follow-up you. is also written and directed by you? I hope so. Papaya Gabana, it's directed by someone else? Or written by <laughs> someone else? Never know. Uh, ako kasi aminado ako na hindi ako magaling magsulat ng linya, mga linya. So feeling ko, kukuha ko ng co-writer for that. Mm-mm. But I would definitely direct my own material. Alright. Thanks, Thanks Eve. so much, Eve. Good luck. And good luck. Thank you, thank you. And now it's time for our... In- <laughs> what happened, by the way, is yun nga, parang si Sherry Hill uh, texted, as Sherry, uh, can we interview you Tuesday? And then sabi niya, can it be, um, can it be early? Uh, can it be early Wednesday? Um, uh, uh, I don't know, can we do it afternoon? Early Wednesday? Today, <laughs> Yun pala mark. dapat early Wednesday period. Punctuation so, marks Yeah, I know. Matter. One punctuation mark. So, um, here's an interview with Cherie Hill on Tia Madre. I am here with the very lovely and amazing Cherie Hill, the legendary. Hello. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, you for joining us. Hello. I've been waiting the... to see you for the longest time. I know. And it was and... pre-marriage. Mm-mm. And then I got married and Yeah, and like everything. you said, now we're almost family. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Shout outs to Ate Max. <laughs> yeah, Ate Max. <laughs> and Kuya Timmy. <laughs> so um, you have a movie coming so out. So that means you're allowed to call me Tita. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's no, no, so okay. No. Everything's cool. Yeah, we have a movie. Yes, and um, it's very interesting because it's... Um, is this your first... Like indie indie film? No, no, not really. I did uh, two films last year, which sadly hasn't been yet um, featured or shown in any theatrical um, exhibitions. It's not yet out there, so I think they're waiting for it to uh, to go through the festival routes. Mm-hmm. And but um, this one is very interesting. It's called uh, Tia Madre. Tia Madre. And, I like um, the title. It's horror, no? Well, is I- it? You know, at first when I read, when I was reading the script, I thought it was like magic realism. But at a certain point, yes, it turned out to be horror. Um, but mm-hmm. yet, it's really not something that will like pampagulat kind of horror. It's more of a mind... Mindfuck. You something like that. <laughs> Thanks, Cork. I, I was afraid I yeah, were doing podcasts. We can say yeah, such we can words. Say, you know, all right. Apparently, all you have to do is turn on the explicit um, label and then you're good. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> um, what attracted? How, how did you get in? How did you get um, attached to this project? Well, first off, it was uh, offered to me when Bianca Balbuena, as we all know, the prolific young producer, called me because I worked with Helle, and I enjoy working with her and I always trusted her her choices and her taste in film. And she called me and 
when she mentioned that there was such a script, I asked her to send, she sent it to me and immediately I was drawn to it because it was quite original and I've never done such a genre like mm -hmm. this. Um, it was really um, quite interesting because it was at the same time, as you said, a mind funk, but at the same time, uh, uh, poignant mm -hmm. because it derived a lot of uh, uh, friendship and, and love between this young girl and her mother and this young boy, a classmate of hers, played by Carl, who's, um, I don't know if it's politically correct to say an albino. I guess mm -hmm. he is. Yeah. It is all right, because it is true that he is. And he's quite a young 16-year-old boy, boy. Oh, wow. okay. and very, very good actor. So having said that, Aside from the fact that it's directed by a very young female director, Eve, mm -mm. and being it her first first uh, uh, full feature film, then there was no question I was drawn to it already from the get-go. Mm -hmm. And the script, the material was well-written. It was so interesting. I could already picture how it was going to be um, uh, shot visually. Mm -mm. So... I wanted to get into the nitty-gritty of it and see how these young filmmakers do their films now. Yeah, and so in a nutshell, what, what's the film about? I don't know. <laughs> I can't tell you in a nutshell. It's quite oh, really? interesting because from the time we read the script, from the time we collaborated, it's been redrafted twice over. Uh, we went back to the original and then we start uh, up to the point of final edit. You know, mm -hmm. how editing can change a story flow. <laughs> so in a nutshell, it's about, we follow the story of this young girl played by Jana Agoncillo, who's an amazing young girl um, who goes through a certain trauma in her life and is taken care of by this woman played by myself, Emilia. Mm -mm. And in the process, uh, she is uh, caught in this whole web of, of Emilia's depression and eccentricity and complexity that she ends up losing her mind mm. and she starts imagining things about her mother and is drawn to a folklore concept coming across um, the Encanto book that she reads. And oh, then wow. she then mixes reality and, 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 and the real and the real. Mm. It's quite surreal. Yeah. Oh, okay. And in this boy, Carl, she finds solace and through him, she discovers more and more about um, the surrealism of what her mind starts to imagine is her reality. It's quite, it's quite wow. fascinating for a 24-year-old mm. girl. 24-year-old uh, being Eve. Being or... Eve, yes, director. Wow. Yeah, malalim, malalim <laughs> si Eve. I know, I remember she, she kind of like pitched it to Globe Studios and uh, her, her pitch was very... Um, it, I mean, it, it was obviously by someone who, who was young, kind of unsure... But when I said, okay, why did you choose to do this film? The way she answered was very gripping. And it, you knew it, that it came from some place. Yeah. Like, right? It's got to have to come from some place. Mm -mm. I always wondered, because when you meet Eve, she's very calm. I'm sure you have already. Mm -mm. Um, she's calm. She's unpretentious. She's so clear about what she wants. Mm -mm. And, and, and nothing of her personality is out there. It's very internal. And then you'd be shocked to find out, wow, this is how you think, Eve? I'm dark. I'm dark. So when I would be shooting, I'd look at I'd look at Jana um 
there's a very strong similarity to Jana and Eve physically. Mm-hmm. So I would ask her and I'd try to pick her brain. said, alam mo, may feeling ako, Eve, may pinanggalingan to sa kabataan mo. Mm. Kayo. And then she did show me a baby picture of hers and they looked exactly alike. Oh my God. Yeah. A lot, a lot alike. I'll, I'll cut this if I'm not allowed to say this later on. But I remember like, a, so she made the pitch, very, you know, very interesting pitch. And then I said, so why did you choose to say this? Why did you choose to do this film? And then she paused. It's like, you know, not all of us had a happy childhood. Eh? It's like so taken aback diba? by by like the just suddenly the shift in in diba? <laughs> and yet uh, how she carries herself, you know. And even when we were shooting, Mm-mm. she's very calm, very gracious, Mm-mm. smiling all the time. You never think that she'd have a chip on her shoulder, Mm-mm. but it's true. Uh, she said that to me as well. She's very clear, Mm-mm. simple and clear. She said it's like a storm that never left. Wow. What's it like working with first-time directors? Like, what attracts you to the, yeah? Since everything now seems to be so open and they're so well-informed about whatever styles, techniques are out there and they're able to access that, their minds and their abilities to expand in the digital horizon has also become very... um, wide things that I've never known how to create or do in a in a post-production room Mm-mm. and it just amazes me that now everything is just unlimited and what 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 I can see especially with Eve is that she's very clear as to what she she wants to see um, what I realized though is that there are certain marriages that we can create in terms of the ethics and the system of organization that can be brought into the new form of filmmaking from what I've known from many years ago from films that were done in the past of 21 days and more. Now it's chopped down to seven and I'm <laughs> like, what? Can you finish this film in seven? Did you shoot in seven days? Yeah. Was that the Unbelievable. Wow. And wow. at first I asked them, how many days do you need my part? And mm. they said six to seven days. So I'm thinking my role. Because the whole film is really Jana's. Just more, a lot of scenes. It's the whole film in itself. So I was really, you know, worried for her. And yet I never saw her lose her calm and her wow. cool. In spite of that, what I see about them is that they're able to access and take, make the most of what is given to them. And... Mm. Kung hindi kaya, hindi kaya. They adjust. They mm. manage to adjust. And everything else goes into the post-production. From sound to music to cutting to where to put this one scene before the other. So basically, what you read in the script is very flexible now. And everything is moved around. Mm. And it's uh, basically, you had how many days? How many days were you shooting? Yourself? I finished in seven. Wow. And one take... More one, two takes, probably, uh, no? As much as we could. Um, but, you know, Eve is also very hard to please. Like, again, mm-hmm. I can see that she has a very clear idea of what she wants to see. Mm-hmm. And lalo na pag ganitong may mga special effects mm-hmm. or may mga bagay na are beyond your control, is beyond your control, right? So, we arrive to more than five takes sometimes, but minsan, wala na talaga. Like, gipit na sa oras. We have 14 sequences to finish. It's like doing a TV soap. Oh. Diba? So that's what saddens me, being that these kids are so able and so capable, but because of the limitations, aside from funding, of time, which mm. is the most important, hindi natuloy na ibubuga lahat ng potentials nila. Mm-hmm. Um, how much, so how did you, ano, like considering you had such a 
short time to to do this how what is your preparation process like i was rattled mm-hmm. i had to read the script way before understand the script but even up to the first day there were changes in the in the script and this to me is something that goes against my grain in terms of being old school because mm-hmm. i really really need to get myself down to it and 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 plot my scenes so i'll understand my arcs and everything but again it's a visual film and it's not really a straightforward streamlined story so there's not much of an emotional arc to it mm-hmm. but um there are moments when i'd have to and mm-hmm. it was tough it was tough i was frustrated there was one very important arc for me that i was quite distracted because the rain was about to pour we were out in bulacan mm-hmm. um i had just at that time come out of a meniscus tear knee surgery Uh, I was three weeks post-op. Oh my God. And I had to go through the terrain of mud and I pushed it a little too much. It was the first time that I did a three-day straight shoot out there in this circumstances. So um, it was a wake-up call. And at the same time, I just hope that Um, you know, um, it merited my my participation, and that and that I hope that the audience who will watch and come the, to the film would uh, would understand what we all went through, and at the end of the day, enjoy what they see. Um, you're uh, okay. Let's let's talk about. Because I'm sana punta yung kwento ko. I know, no, but but grave. I mean, like you you're always known naman for giving your all because to to roles naman. Um. What are I guess what have you learned from in in your whole body work from working with particular directors? What have you learned from them and with particular roles? Like, um, is there anything that you you you've taken with you? Na parang ah okay, when I worked with Ishmael Bernal, this is what I I've learned when I worked with Peke, etc. Yeah, well, I I I I did learn a lot from them. Um, although. There's still very strong collaborative work between us. Peke is a he's someone who gives you more freedom, mm-hmm. and he prepares very very much before shooting to the point that he first workshops his actors. So we all get into the characters already. That is what is lacking in this whole process. Um, so it's a lot of getting used to. Um, as in, uh, as actors will always be insecure. We will always need a feedback. We will always be needing to know if we did right. And mm. what happens is that with the young directors, sometimes they feel inhibited to even mm, talk to us and let us know, you know. Mm-mm. They put too much trust in us when we want to deliver for their vision. And so sometimes... Um, I'm still walking on eggshells, um, mm. especially in such a genre like this. Hindi ko alam kung tama na ba ginagawa ko, nagbamadali. Siguro, um, there's gotta be more of a solid trust between the collaborative work of an actor and the director, which I didn't have any problems with in terms of uh, working with Eve. Mm. Eve is very sweet to say, can I suggest? She always says, mm. can I suggest? Mm-mm. You know, it's okay. You don't have to suggest. Just say <laughs> it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I've been there already longer than you have or even when way before you were born that doesn't mean you know you're allowed to tell me if I did right or wrong so nasanay rin kasi rin ako na hawakan din ako sa kamay so ang nangyayari ngayon among these young directors they think we've got it all down pat no so Yes, thank thank God for those things I've learned, the tools that I've learned, especially from workshops with Peke that I'm able to take along with me because there are times when I've had to rely on my own. Mm-mm. You know. 
Okay. How about some Bernal? Have, what, ah, with Bernal, talagang, I was robotic. I had to follow <laughs> everything Bernal wanted me to do. Um, Which is strange because one of the most wild and free roles you've ever had was, was um, uh, Manila by Night. Oh, Manila by Night. And mm-hmm. ito bang ating mga nak, my two most favorite roles. Oh, really? Ever. Yeah. And what, why, why were they your favorite roles? Because they were so far from... Well, Manila by Night was opposite of everything that I was. I played a dyke. Um, not to mention, of course, although I was smoking pot then, so it didn't matter. <laughs> I enjoyed mm-hmm. being in that milieu and being exposed at 18 years old to see mm-hmm. that kind of uh, uh, environment. And those were my growing up years of, of actual exposure to the red light district and to real life. I mean... It, my mom would have never allowed me to see that world unless I had, you know, if not mm. for the film. Um, Ito bang ating mga anak was very much a part of me. Um, that was also close to home for me. I was um, living with very open-minded parents and I was kind of may tuk-tuk ako sa ulo nun. But working with Bernal in the beginning, I'd have to allow myself to hold, be held by him because I didn't know his style. Having worked with him on the third or fourth, he kind of let me go already. So there was a time I was even asking Peke when he was production designer, how come he's not directing me anymore? Mm-hmm. Because you don't need to. Things like that. So, wow. Okay. So parang nahuli ko na yung kanyang tema, yung kanyang stilo. So I guess it takes a while before you get already into the mind of your director also. Because you're an actor trying to deliver the same, that what your director wants to see. Mm-mm. How about some of your more like um I, I, again what some of your other favorite roles or even the iconic role like the between yeah <laughs> that's also my favorite <laughs> how uh, like um how did you get into the mind space of of I was just being myself <laughs> nah the movie in itself there was not much you do you you have to do because this the text was so beautiful <laughs> you know the lines the Tagalog the campy it wasn't even campy it was malalim na Tagalog na malutong it was very well written uh, Narisa Cabral of course and um, Tito Maning Balasa mm-hmm. and um, along the way we inserted that line the iconic line as <laughs> the, as we speak um, as we were shooting we never that thought that was it improv would, mm, yes it wow. was up to this day I will say it it was totally improv not on my own I was jamming with Tommy Buell and we collaborated with whatever was written in the script and we were just hanging out and it just came out that way because the entire film was full of Tagalog most mm. of the time because in those in that period not many films were done were uttered in English very mm. seldom we'd mm. come up with Taglish lines Puro talagang mabibigat na Tagalog, no? Very um, formal right, Tagalog. Uh-oh. And then, Very comics. But then after that... I guess there was a twist of fate. <laughs> okay, yeah, after that, there was a trend in the 90s that sometimes films were completely in English right? or completely in Taglish, no? Like, yes. Uh, or No Other Woman, na parang this is an English film for all. Like, yeah, a very strong Uh-oh. English film. I watched that. I like that a lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. funny because every time now they try to create a catchy catchy quote or something mm-hmm. that would bite, no? Oh, and <laughs> but but that was that was that. Yeah. Your, so your preparation process is this very? Are you very method in in your uh, no? No, or? not at all. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> not at all. It's really in the text for me. Mm-hmm. It's very important as to what in fact is in the text and how people relate in the in the story, how the people in the story relate to my character and that's when I take whatever I take from them. Most of the time, given that I'm playing more similar roles, I try to work on 
on changing her physicality mm-hmm. as much as possible. Um, quite limited. <laughs> mm-hmm. I wish I could be like having the stylist of Meryl Streep who just morph me into all kinds of faces, right? Or get into different accents as well. Mm-hmm. But uh, pretty much similar roles I play. Mm. Well, and, and, well, I think you're, I know, That's why I you're love underplaying my... here. <laughs> because, I mean, I've seen you play uh, Kalas, right? Um, I, in theater. Yeah, yeah uh, I've different. seen you play um, a Jewish rabbi. Oh, you watched that too, right? <laughs> well, these are different, <laughs> Ganaman. I yeah. thought we were talking about film. <laughs> but, yeah, film but, yeah, theater um, is a whole different, wow, and, animal. And, I, I mean, is it true? They they usually say what they say is um, TV is a writer's medium, um, film is a director's medium, and theater is a yes, director's medium. Yes, Would you tend to agree? Um, of course, because once the director leads you there, that's it. You're out. He's out. You're there on your own, mm-hmm. and he only will take from what you give. The process of that. Well, the roles I played in theater, <clears throat> those are different uh, preparations. Really, mm-hmm. I really don't do any other thing if I could help it. Aside Mm-mm. from ju- as outside of just that role in theater, so I don't do soaps or I don't do film. Lalo na kasi pag mga uh, if I do English uh, scripts, uh, plays, the tongue has its muscle memory. And when I was doing Angels in America, I had a hard time, and there were moments when I'd have to tongue twist and and dumbulul na tuloy ako because I'd be doing a soap at the same time doing Tagalog, mm-hmm. and so it gets in the way of the tongue. Mm-mm. So. Uh, and it was a it, very Jewish, I know, the fuck out, verklempt. Like, <laughs> with all due respect yeah. to theater, I really try my best not, if I can afford it, not to do any other mm. soaps in Tagalog or, yeah. Um, also, I played real life people, mm-hmm. master classes. You know, I enjoyed. So did you study? Um, I her? tried to get into her. The one thing that I could not really do was her accent. And mm-hmm. I told Michael Williams that that's the last thing I can really deliver. So he said, might as well do not do without it. Mm-hmm. You're better off not having it than failing altogether. So Italian I could, ba? Uh, she's Greek. Oh, she's Greek. Greek uh, with that Italian accent. So yeah. there was just a tinge, but not fully the way she talks. So all I could emanate was her inner strength and her being and enjoy uttering her quotes and her lines. Like, art is beauty. You should always get paid for it. <laughs> I'll never forget <laughs> that line from the time on. I never give complimentary tickets anymore to people who asked. That's true. <laughs> diba? <laughs> Theater na nga is striving eh. Tapos singi ka pa ng compi. <laughs> compi. Actually, um, oh. I, I also am an avid follower of your Facebook <laughs> Oh, thank you. <laughs> and sometimes you yeah, barang I, I read your comments on like you know the younger generation of actors and um and I guess it it's annoying. It's very different because from the eighties where a teleserie was not really the main thing an actor did. Yeah. You know, people would do movies or they would do weeklies or yeah. um yes, or, or lim- limited. But um now parang between mall shows and and um you know these these uh guesting on noontime shows and all of these other things um it's it's kind of become a different world for i i don't even want to say actors i, I wanted to say celebrities no so i mean working with with uh, the younger generation um 
uh, I, 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 I did read some of your, ano. Uh, <laughs> oh my, your, your, my rules and my yeah, etiquette. Yeah. So, um, yeah. What, what, what do you what have to say that? about? I guess, I guess, generally, the the younger generation of actors today. Yeah. I don't know. I guess um, once they hit celebrity status, they think that they're okay already. You know, they hit their first million mm-hmm. or they hit their first billboard. They feel that they can get away with it or they hit the fans clamoring for them. And um, they have lost a certain reverence to the to the work. Mm-hmm. Not a certain, but a lot. So it's become quite superficial. And not all of them, Naman. Just a few that I've worked with. <laughs> I'd like to say that those who have prevailed um, among the many new actors being um, bred by the star magic or the artist centers or the talent centers, one or two have prevailed and those are the ones who I believe are serious actors and who have already proven themselves to love mm. the, what they're doing. And then, but uh, for a lot of them, it's probably racket, uh, quote unquote. And, yeah. yeah, so we'll see how long that's going to go. Mm-mm. Unless you want to have scandals and wakes again and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I know. I was. I was actually in a wake next door oh. when that happened. Oh. <laughs> and I was actually thinking of visiting that. Oh. That wake. And you were in the I wrong wake I, at the I wrong know. time. <laughs> that would have been a spectacular spectacolo. <laughs> so, what does the future hold for Miss Sherry Hill? What? Ah, Cork, at the moment, I'm on a standstill. I wish to get back to work because I'm one who never wants to stand still and not do anything. But this is a good time in my life wherein I just um, decided to, like I said, having gone to a a surgery in my knee and it was like a, oops, a wake-up call. Although I'm all well and okay now. I'm getting back on my PT and I'm getting back on my gym and getting strong again because hear me, because I'm not one to, to, to stay put. And for as long as I can keep going, I will. Um, I'm I'm hoping to spend more time writing. Mm-mm. I want to write. In oh. fact, I'm coming up with my first uh, book of um, uh, euphemisms and quotes and chevryisms, as they would say. Wow! Yeah, in the next three weeks. So it's it's prose writing. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's it's prose. It's more. Um, it's um my quotes, my oh. my my own throwaway <laughs> quotes, and some few essays. It's an easy read. It's just like a small mini. Side uh, night table book. Oh wow! As a as an initiation to the to whatever's up next, and I intend to write something much longer and more in depth as to my journey as an actor. And um, yeah, I'm I'm I'm. We're publishing very soon, oh, so exciting. so everything's fine with uh, Katrina Stewart Santiago as my publisher and editor. And it's coming out in all bookstores. So, yeah, well, not really. We're mm. up. For launching very soon, we'll be announcing it on social media. I'm going to go underground this time. I'm not going to go out there, you know, um, like like commercially. We're going to get um, pre-orders going and perhaps um, go through students and schools and festivals. And we're going to go really... Um, Independent, as they say, Fantastic. I'm gonna go and beat, uh, go follow my the, my own beat of the drum. So mm. we'll see. Maybe you'll find it in fully booked eventually. They just get too much commission, so we're self-publishing <laughs> basically. Why, right? When we can try to strive to do so it on Shariasms. Uh, uh, they say uh, yes. Is that the title of the book? As it's well? called Contra Vida, Contra Diva. 
<laughs> something like it. that. Not something. Yeah. It is that title. So we'll be launching in December. So yeah, yes. watch out Perfect for Christmas the gift. announcement. That's okay. all easy to read book. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. And um, do you know when Tia Madre, the, the exact days? Yes, uh, we're actually opening the festival on November 7th. Tia Madre is, uh, is already going to be shown then, but our gala is on November 9th mm-hmm. at 5.30 in Trinoma. Oh, so wow. I'll be there and I hope you'll come. Uh, yeah, that's a Friday. Yeah, right? Trinoma. Saturday. You trek to Trinoma? Yes, I will. For you? (laughs) You know I will. You know I will. You're sure, I'll get you a visa. It's a Friday night (laughs) to go through the traffic. I know. Okay, congratulations. (laughs) Thank you so much, Quark, for asking me to come. And I'm glad to finally visit you in your nice studio. (laughs) Thank you so much. This iconic store. Everyone watch Tia Madre uh, this week on Cinema One Classics. Please do. Please do. It's going (laughs) to blow your mind. I hope I have a love scene. Oh my god! Oh my god! With a with a sixteen year old boy. You know Miguel. You know Miguel Hernandez. Uh, no, Miguel He's Hernandez. A, Miguel Hernandez. No. The oh, no, no, yes, yes, yes. The boyfriend of the, uh, the oh, Pio yes, Pio. Uh, yeah. Oh, anyway, I think I know. I'm so bad. <laughs> Wait, maybe. <laughs> no, he's a nice, cool guy. Really, really. Yeah. So I had a very. Um, kind of graphic love scene that I haven't done like in forever. I've forgotten what it's like to do it. It's kind of kind of weird. Okay. Yeah. okay. Now I'm excited. <laughs> Even yeah. more. Now you understand why I asked. Don't call me Tita. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Sherry. Thanks again, Cork. And there you have it. Yeah. Sherry. Ma Sherry. Madame Sherry. Yeah. Okay. Thanks everyone for watching. Don't forget to catch the movie Tia Madre. In Cinema One Originals. Yeah. Don't forget to smash that like button and destroy that subscribe. <laughs> and tell your friends. And tweet us. <laughs> and her. We'll, we'll make, we'll make uh, something. Okay, fine. Facebook okay. page or whatever. Fine, fine. <laughs> but more oh, oh, yes. Thanks to all our five fans. <laughs> Bye. 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 Bye.